Welcome back to another edition of IDS Extra Dating Sex. I am your man, Big B, and I have the Dating Sex crew with me. We have Miss Sonia from the Bronx. Hola, como estas? Um, glad everybody's here. Glad to see you. Glad to hear you. Go. All right. What was that? <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was my um, South um, South American mating call. Oh, oh shit! Oh, that's what you were trying to do. Okay. <laughs> we also have Mr. Diego. Hey, everybody! Because of COVID, I found myself. <laughs> oh Lord! Put it back. Lose it. And at this time, I'd like everyone to rise to your feet, remove your hats, place your hands over your hearts, and all hail the queen. Hey, yo, we here. We in the building. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not really, but. Are, right. we, are we learning to love again? Are we? Are we? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying you got you got us all misty uh, starting the show. Yeah, I mean, really? Ooh, those tunes were. Some <laughs> look, some of y'all better learn how to love again. We've been in we've been indoors for so long. Shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Learn how to love yourself. How about that? I mean, like, yeah, like, like Diego said, he he found himself. Now I wonder if he can leave himself alone now. Now that we can get back out. 
Yeah, the, the wolf pack is out. <laughs> Serengeti. Uh. Oh, oh, well. Anyway, let's get it started, peeps. So um, on the last episode of the In Deep Show, we asked a question, and I'm going to ask the question to Sonia and Diego. Um, if a man is asking a single mom for a date, is it too much to ask him to pay for your babysitter? Yeah. <laughs> you know they can't see you, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's too much. Like it's you have to be a responsible parent. Like he, he's he's just trying to have some cocktails. Why he gotta pay for your babysitter? If you can't afford a babysitter, then you can't go. Point blank end the story. Like be a be a grown up. And just say, you know, okay, I'll meet you at the blah, blah, blah. He ain't got to know the ins and outs because you might not even like him. And he paying for babysitting and everything. Then if he's in vet, then, what, you know, once you know how brothers are, once they try to pay for a little something, then they think they got stakes. Don't give him too much power. Pay for your babysitter. Go see if you like him and then come on back home. No. Well, first of all, well, first of all, pay, now most single women that I've run into, now, who, who, who are we, exactly who are we paying? Big Mama? Because that's who's watching the children anyway. Let's, let's, let's be real about this shit, okay? Ain't nobody paying. The, half of you heifers ain't got no babysitter. Y'all see y'all drop y'all baby off to, y'all ch- to, your big, to, your, to your mother's house or having your 15-year-old daughter or you know, 14-year-old daughter watching, your, watching the little children. So stop the bullshit talking about paying for a babysitter. What, 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 what is he paying? Who is he paying? They, you know, you remember Diego in, in today's times, big big mama thirty seven. Right. I know. Right. <laughs> so, but the but the thing about only thing he has to do is buy the streets. Right. So just buy her a blunt or something. Just say go ahead, go your way. I got your first call for alcohol. I mean, for, I mean, who who in the hell are you paying? I mean, like I say, the bottom line. First of all, ain't no babysitter coming up coming to your house, so you ain't paying nobody. And the first of all, no, it's your responsibility. If you accept the date, take the responsibility to drop your little nene and uh, recon off at their uh, at the at your mother's house, or get the little fifteen-year-old who ain't doing nothing but watching playing video games and watch your watch your siblings, because that's what you're doing anyway, you know. So no, or 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 or, 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 bet, or even better yet. Let's leave that little pamper behind, you know, <laughs> filled with cereal, and go on your date for a couple of hours and stuff like that. They'd be all right, you know. They know how to take care of themselves, you know. Now, you know damn well you would not date a woman that would leave a baby at home. I, would, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know whether she left her baby at home or not because I'm not interested in her to that point right now. I'm saying so. Okay, so let's say if you start dating someone and you realize they were leaving their baby at home. And by baby, they could be a four, five-year-old, seven, whatever year old, and you went out on a date with them, and that you and you found out every time y'all gone out on a date, they've left that kid at home. Mm-hmm. Well, probably after the probably after the third or fourth time, I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't date her anymore because I probably have had sex with her by that time, and I probably wouldn't care. So, you know, I'd be appalled by that time. Like, oh, I can't believe that you left your children <laughs> home. By themselves, and all this time that we've been going out, I can't see you no more. <laughs> That'll get you out. 
<laughs> that would be the out. Like, that would be the straw. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the that'd be the that'd be the straw. Say, I can't see you no more. You know, I thought you were a good person, but generally by that time I'm pretty done with them anyway. So it's like you know, but that would give me a good out if they brought that up. Like, who's watching your children? Well, they watch themselves. <gasps> <laughs> What if that conversation uh, came up on the first date and you was really kind of feeling her? Would, would you know, it, it, it all depends. On, well, you know, the thing about it, I'd probably take her home right away. What? I said, well, we need to go home right away and park in the parking lot so at least she could be close by before we have sex. <laughs> <That's a dog. laughs> You're parking in the parking lot. Yeah, hey, listen, to this. listen to this. <laughs> I mean, at, least, at least she'll be close by if something happens. She could dash right on in. <laughs> that is so kind. You know, I'm watching. Kindness in you. I, I, I'm looking out for the children, for their well-being. That's why. Are those yeah, little kids? Diego, little kids. Are those yeah, fire I mean, trucks going to my apartment? Kids. I know. Huh? Are those fire trucks going to my apartment? Nah, baby. Yeah, just yeah, just keep going, doing what you're doing. <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, but paying for a babysitter, let's face it, come on. You know, big mama, she got it. You know, she cursed you out, but she's still going to watch your kids because she's hoping that your trifling ass is going to finally find a dude who's dumb enough to take on that responsibility. So she'll watch him. You know? <laughs> big mama going to bring me a plate back. <laughs> huh? Big mama going to say, bring me a plate back. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, you know what I'm saying about it? I wouldn't mind bringing Big Mama a plate back because I know Big, Big Mama been through some stuff. So I mean, I wouldn't mind saying, "Hey, you know, get your little mama, you know, a, a plate to take back," because you know she's she's looking out for you because she knows that you're trifling and have about three or four kids, about three or four baby daddies, and she's just hoping. She's just hoping I'm the one. So yeah, I can't be mad. <laughs> Well, that was that's nice of you at least to bring her back some food. Oh yeah, I bring big mama. I ain't bring your children no food, but I'll bring big mama some food. Mm. Yeah. There you go. There you are. Yeah, you all right. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Uh you Sonia, you got a question? Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier. So I just thought I just we were, I was pondering about this. And being that COVID is starting to kind of like wean down a little bit. We, we didn't say it was gone, but it's starting, the numbers are starting to go down. You know, people have been, they've been sequestered and quarantined for, for a bit. And, you know, and people are, they, they're getting lonely. Even if you were um, Zooming, you know, having like Zoom booze and stuff. But we all do know that the unemployment rates are high. So... Do you think if you are unemployed that you should be looking for a boo and trying to date right now? Because even though you're broke doesn't mean that you're not lonely. So do you think it's wise for a man who is unemployed to try to date with a little unemployment check? <laughs> that's a big unemployment check these days. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but yes. So... Yeah, like, what do you think? I mean, do you think it's wise, or do you think that... Um, I, I don't see a problem. I say go for it, because you might find someone that that, that truly has your back. You know what I'm saying? You you can find somebody while you're, while you're bringing in $120,000 a year, 
and not know whether she, you know she wants you for you or wants you for what she can get. So shit, when you got nothing, go on and get you one then, because then at least you know she wants you for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think if you're out here and, and, and you you kind of you know down on your luck, your funds are not you know meeting. Hell yeah, because chances are she got a job. Ooh. You know. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You ain't gonna break. You're not gonna go date another broke person. Hell, that ain't gonna do both any of you any good. So I think at this time, because they always say broke dick is always the best dick. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, why? Because y'all have more to prove. Yeah, exactly. Cause we we we're shooting for something, you know. So broke dick is always the best dick, and I always say that. Hey, you you just go out there, you find somebody. She might got a little, you know, got her government job. Cause you know the government never go closes. So she got her little government job, GS thirteen, GS fifteen, and she ain't got nobody anyway. She's sitting up in a big empty house, you know, with a nice car outside, and we got nobody to. Uh, you know, help her mow that lawn. <laughs> so I'm thinking, hey, you know, now you might now in, in in doing this, you might have to date down just a tad, but that's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing. I mean, nothing wrong with that. You might have to, you know, have bring your standards down a tad, you know, to get in where you need to get in. But you know, like I say, she'll be there to take care of you and help you out and help you get back on your feet. And she, and, and in the long run, she might be like you know, big like Big B said, she might be the one for you, you know. Because sometimes you know, you you know, the thing about it with with guys, when you dating with money, a lot of times you dating outside your 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 weight class, because your money gives you that affordability to date outside your weight class, and not necessarily you should be punching in that weight class. You got a lot of guys to be getting the fuck knocked out, okay. But when you don't have money, it kind of grounds you a little bit and really brings you, brings you back to who you truly are. And, you know, you dating really within your means or in your weight class, but you don't think so because you've been dating outside your weight class for so long. So, yeah, I think if you, you know, down in your luck, date, come down to your reality and, get, and you might find a good woman who's the, like Big B said, hey, she's down with you like four flats on the Cadillac. Does it work the other way too? Of course, of course. I mean, it even works better for women. Because yeah, so because then y'all are down on your luck and y'all most humble at that time. Because you know y'all have to get a job and a little little money in your pocket and you know throwing around a Gucci bag or something like that. Y'all think y'all the shit. Y'all bring down that you got money. Y'all a little bit more humble, more willing to you know do the things y'all need to do, like suck dick and. And, you know, do the things that you that's most important to a man. So go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well. Okay. Um. Hmm. You want to go ahead? Who me? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he answered. He I answered. went first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Y'all are weird. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> that's, wait, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much what I got. Yeah. 
Because I'm just like, you know, I don't know. I felt like people, uh, I don't know, just because it's like if you're going through a hard time and that's like normally, you know, not your character to go, you know, to not have a job and, you know, like you, you, you know, because last year, you know, 2020, 2019 was hard. So if you normally have a job unless and you were laid off, um, then I don't see why you still shouldn't, you know, try to date. Now maybe you can't be like, well, lucky for you, a lot of restaurants weren't open last year anyway. Um, but if you, you know, if you find somebody that, you know, and I, and I, I know y'all said this, but kind of in a funny way, but if you find somebody that um, understands that, you know, it was a whole hell pandemic last year and I, I got laid off. Um, you know, the money I have, I can I can pay my bills and I can pay my rent or my mortgage. Um, you know, and I don't really have money to date. You know what I'm saying? And if you find somebody that's understanding, that's like, cool, I get it. You know, and if you, you know, and if you guys are comfortable enough to, you know, go over to each other's house, um, maybe for like dinner um, or, or if you're just comfortable enough to just Zoom, and you get to know each other and you know, and it seems like things are working out then I don't, I don't know. I don't see, see it being a big deal that, um, you know, once the economy turns around, you know, this person could probably, you know, get a job again. Um, and you know, then their money goes, you know, go, will go back up and then, you know, then y'all good. So I mean, I, I mean, I don't, Think it has to do with any dick sucking or, or you know. <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, you know, if that's what you went to, that's what you went to. That's that. That's a that's a non-factor. You know what I'm saying? That's in the background. You know, um, but that's you know, if that's somebody you're interested in, I don't I don't really think it should matter. Now, if it's like just a lazy ass person, and they're like, let me, you know, I quit or I get laid off and I ain't looking for a job. And let's be honest, there are those people out there. Uh-huh. Cause it's like they're making way more money on unemployment than they were making when they were working, which is a, a whole nother conversation and whole shitty other thing um, in itself. Now, you know, if it's just a lazy ass person, that's different. I say run and run far and fast. Uh-huh. Um, but if it's you know just somebody like I said that got laid off and they're still looking at, and they're still in this you know, uh, you know looking for actively looking for a job. And uh, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm gonna tell you something. When you, when you, when you, when you, when you lose your job, or potentially are close to losing everything, I mean, there's a certain level of humility that that is brought about. And um, again, it, it's you know, when you operate as your true self, you know. You, you'll be amazed at what might happen. You might actually mm-hmm. find out some things about yourself that, you know, maybe you were a bit of a jerk or a bit of an asshole when you were on the come up. You need to be brought back down to size and learn how to talk to people and treat people. And um, maybe you need a dose of maybe not necessarily your own medicine, but maybe the shoe on the other foot where, um, you know, you can afford to um, take somebody out to dinner and wine and dine, but 
they can take you out to dinner, wine and dine, and maybe all of those thoughts of this bitch here, man, let me just get her some food and get her drunk, da da da, that you might have had. You know, now you're wondering, damn, is that person thinking this about me? And, you know, I don't you get know. me drunk. So, yeah, it, you know, when you, you take advantage. When you, when you get a chance to see that other side of the coin, sometimes it's it's telling. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, we're all human beings, you know, at some point in our lives, whether it's a job or something else, you know, we've been in there. You know what yeah. I mean? You've gone through a rough patch in your life. That's true. I mean, but my whole thing is, should you be, I guess, getting, getting to know yourself a little more? Because I mean, what's, it's called dating, like not Friending, you know what I mean. So if, I guess if you want to meet a good friend at that point when you're still when you're trying to like get yourself together, that's great. But I mean, dating in the sense of the word dating is expensive, right? I mean, but, people just want to look at it. So but, I mean, I'm not, huh? But dating doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, it's a lot of free shit you can do. Well, Even if true. you're if you're broke and you're dating, you can sit there and you go on a picnic. Hey, we got some you know some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we go on a picnic. Oh, we can just walk around and watch, look at the monuments that's, you know, that's available. You can sit there and watch and, you know, look at it. So, that's, I mean, it's a lot of things you can do free for dating. But also, as, as, as you know, as you said, said before, it's the fact that you can start off as friends. Because really, the, that's the really big thing about that. If you get to know a person as a friend, they know your hardship. You might know their hardship. And now you're getting together and, and not just you know, trying to get this person liquored up to get between their legs. Now you're getting to know this and, and, you know, maybe, you know, empathize with this person, you know, that, hey, you know, you're going through this, we're going through this together. We have a, we're bonding a friendship and then we're blossoming into something else, especially if a spark is there other than just friendship. So, I mean, I think it could be, it could work that way. Yeah, I, know, I, mean, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes, sometimes I pull out a nugget. Sometimes I pull out a nugget. Mm, that was so mature. I'm impressed. It's gonna snow today. Okay. It was supposed to be eighty something, but it's like ooh, wind just blew in. Anything. Well, really, you got a question? On, on that note, though, real quick, oh, um, okay. you'd be amazed at where um, taking money off the table and, and being creative in dating will get you. Mm-hmm. you know it will. True. Mm-hmm. That is, you, that's true. That's true. And fact, you'll right really there. know if a, pers- a person cares. So, yeah, I mean, when you when you figure yeah. when you figure when you hear the the regular shit, movies, dinner, um you know, hookah bar or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's, it, it's so run of the mill. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Um, you you pick somebody up and tell them, hey, I have uh, two easels and blank canvases. We're going to go sit in the park and we're going to sit across from each other and paint a picture of each other, paint what you see. You know, just something. just And see yeah. where it takes you. It, it's, it's like, you know, You'd be amazed at what you get. Let me draw a stick figure. Be like, that's yeah. not 
exactly how I see you, but I just don't know how to draw. Right, right. But that's a good idea. I'm but gonna, I'm gonna have to but those are amazing memories. Those are amazing yeah. memories. And, and, and the funny thing about it is, you know, fast forward a few years down the road, if shit just really goes where, 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 where a lot of us would want things to go, that those could be centerpiece pictures in your living room that you guys can just always laugh at. Like, yo, remember humble beginnings? Like, you know what I mean? And look oh, at this. Look at this nowness. You know, seven hundred thousand dollar home and. We got yeah. and people and and our friends wondering why the fuck do they have a stick figure picture on the wall? You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, sure. it's a long story. I draw or draw a picture where her lips are extremely big. Why are my lips big? That's how I see them, baby. That's how I see them. That's how I see them. DSL, DSL. <laughs> and he's back. Well, that's a good one, yeah. though. That's a good one, though. Uh, do you want me to ask, ask my question? My yes, question? please. Yes. Okay. So now that now that we're following this time of uh, COVID, I, I feel this is more of the uh, the, the post COVID show. <laughs> and I think now that we've uh, we're coming, uh, I guess at the you know coming towards the end or somewhat close towards the end of this pandemic. And you know this whole dating, and you know people being cautious about dating. Hopefully, you're being cautious about dating. Otherwise, you're one of the 600 casualties out there. But um, now that you know we've done this, and people are you know now that uh, Zoom, Skype, and uh, FaceTime, and other um, ways to look at that person, wouldn't it be a great time now to come up with uh, like a dating application? You know. So a person can put together an application about their, you know, their pros and their cons, and that way you you can pass on your application, and the person can interview you instead of going on a date, wasting money, wasting time. You can interview that person right there, and you can see, and you can tell, hey, if this person meets your 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 criteria, what you're looking for, or not. That way we can we can stop wasting time. People can stop hiding. You know, wasting you know wasting energy on just wasteless dates. So we should come up with the thing about basically putting in an application, and you get to interview that person via Zoom because that's what dating is anyway. It's really about interviewing that person to see if they meet your qualifications. You know, to be a part of your you know part of your company, personal company. Now, do you literally mean like sitting down with a notepad or a clipboard? going through like okay let me ask this first question or do you mean yeah. have questions or something in your mind and then ask yeah. the person well i mean i mean i think it'd be better if you have something on a piece of paper that you can ask because what happens when people date they and when you're winging it and you're, you're not an expert dater you're 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 caught up in the visual effects and you're, you're not asking pertinent questions that's really going to be germane to what you're looking for in that person and for women, I think it, it saves a lot of women because, first of all, you know, first of all, is like you're not getting caught up in the bullshit. You're not getting caught up with, well, I haven't had a man in a long time, and he looks good, and da 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 da, and he he smells good, he looks good, he he sounds good, but you're not asking the right questions of this particular person, so you're getting caught up in that same cycle that you keep getting caught up in and blaming 
you know, blaming the guy. Every guy ain't no good. Nah, bitch, you ain't no good because you keep asking the same, doing the same thing. But if you sit down and you're talking to a guy and you ask guy, hey, what are you, what, what are you, what are your views on marriage? What do you look like as far as staying in a relationship? Are you a long term, a lifer, or whatever? And you can ask questions. Guys can ask questions too. Hey, well, how do you feel about DSL? Okay. Or, 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 you know, how you feel about this or so forth and so on. Well, how many children do you have? And, 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 and if so, how many baby daddies do you have? You know, or why did you, get, why did you have children knowing that you wasn't going to be with this guy? Why didn't you take precautions? Because those are the things that you're going to ask. Those are things you want to know. So instead of going through the whole menagerie of dating and finding it out and going through this whole you know craziness sit down have a conversation face to face and talk like adults and i think i think that's one thing about this pandemic it has you know have people zooming and facetiming and doing other things where you actually get to know the person first before you start venturing out so so should, when should you ask these questions I think when you first get on the Zoom call. So I mean, you can have you can have I mean, you can have stages and say, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna get on stage. I like what you said so far. It's just like on the interview. Remember that time when you go to an interview? Remember that time you go to an interview and you get there, you get to the job, and the first interview they're going, oh wow, and they talk to you, and then they, they said we're gonna bring you back for a second interview. You're like, oh, you feeling good about yourself? And they bring you back for the second interview. And then they start showing you around where your office is going to be and start introducing you to Karen and uh, this is Sean over here and uh, that's Marjorie. And you're thinking, oh, shit, I must got this job. Shit, they introducing me to people. And then all of a sudden you get to the third interview and you get to the letter, oh, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing. It's the same thing. You bring it in stages and you get to the third interview and say, I'm sorry, we selected another candidate. But you already met Marjorie and Karen. I, I was about to say it was that <laughs> bitch Marjorie that let you down. Right, but we all been on those kind of interviews. Marjorie well, we did thought, like us. Uh, but the thing, yeah, Marjorie probably was then, bitch. But it, <laughs> first of all, she said my name was Marjorie, not Marjorie. I don't like them. <laughs> so the thing about it, we all been on those interviews, and we all got to the end of that tunnel and found out, oh, we weren't selected for that position. I'm just saying. Do the same thing for your personal life. If you're looking for someone, now if you're just looking for someone to smash and dash, hey, do you, okay? But if you're seriously looking for someone that you say, hey, I want to be with this person, I want to be connected to this person, you got to start asking the hard question. Because the bottom line is you you want to know them anyway, so start asking the hard questions up front to see if this person meets your criteria and then and then go from there. You know, I know we, we've all been in a situation, or I'm going to assume, maybe not just us, but listeners, where you're you're preparing your resume for a, a, a particular position, and we sort of bend and curve and twist our experiences to fit that job. Um, I can see where, where what Diego is, is posing uh, – could be helpful because um, you don't you don't you're not prepared on on what you need to prepare for, so you have to just kind of uh, 
you have to kind of just um, present yourself. And, and, and if you check the boxes, then you do. If you don't, then maybe it's a good thing for both of you. I mean, I can see where it could work. Um, uh-huh. I don't, I guess I'm sort of caught up in to, I can see a good and a bad side of it being sort of a, um, I guess I want to say sort of a cold situation or a cut and dry situation because maybe you don't need to have emotions involved or maybe you don't need to have, you know, uh, smelling a person's scent or seeing a person interact in public and all of those things cloud your judgment as to, you know, that that may take you off of your focus on the things that you need to know about this person. You know, you, while you sitting there talking about, oh my God, he looks so good, he smelled nice, he was charismatic, you should have seen the way he had the people in there laughing. Oh shit! I forgot to ask him if this nigga had kids. You know, well, you know oh. what I'm saying. So oh. yeah, I, I can see where that could work. You know. I agree. I agree. I mean, like I said, it, it, it's no bad way of doing it because if the person if the person that you're interviewing gets defensive, then you know that okay, well, you can't talk to this person anyway because they haven't come to reality on there for themselves. So that's an easy dismiss right there. Because the bottom line, if you did something, stand up for it and say, hey, this is the reason why, you know, poor judgment, whatever the case may be, but at least have some accountability. If a person gets defensive about a question you ask them, well, that's a person you don't want to be with in the first place. Because you, Why are you hiding it? Why are you mad about it? You did it. You know, if, 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 if you brought it, especially if you brought it up and I asked you about it or you asked me a question and you're getting defensive, then, you know, then that's a red flag right there. So, and like I say, and that's really a save the women because, like I say, if you're looking to get married or you know connected, at least you'll know from the jump start where this person stands, and you don't have to slide your way or figure it out or maneuver this person. Hey, look, what is, what is, what is your, your your objective here? Because if your objective is just to you know to smash and dash then okay, you know, uh, then I'll take that into consideration depending on what we talk about. But if you, if I'm looking for something long-term that's going to benefit me because I keep, I get tired of going through the same cycle of meeting a guy, he treats you real nice, he's he's warm, he's loving, he's caring, he's doing all these wonderful things until he gets the, until he, until he gets the JJ, and then after that, all of a sudden, things change. So if you're tired of doing that, why not do something different? Because y'all know, once y'all give it to the JJ, y'all have no more power. Well, that, sure. You're a grown-ass man. Why are you saying the JJ? <laughs> because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to keep it PC here. I'm, you know, become a... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> All of a sudden, I, you keeping things I, PC? I, 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 I go back and forth. I go back and forth. Okay. I, you know, You're a but, complicated uh, man. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I just say I think I just think it's a win-win situation on this. All right. All right. Well, uh, hmm. I would be really interested to see what people think about um, doing a questionnaire of sorts for a date. Mm, yeah. I don't like it. 
I want to know what people have to say. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say, I'd be very, I'd be interested to conversation over zoom or whatever and i can ask you my question see the thing about it see the thing about it is because people are so emotional and i mean a lot especially a lot of women and men they're emotional and they get caught up in the in in the interaction of the person as they're there and and, and here's the thing about it most people are intimidated to ask a question in person most people are they, they get intimidated to ask that question in person because they didn't want to hurt the people, the person's feelings or see their reaction or whatever. When you're sitting there, you're having a conversation over Zoom or whatever. Hey, this is just this is an interview because this is what it really comes down to. This is my life. And if I'm really trying to find a fit in my life, then let me sit there and ask the questions that I need to know. Are you going to be a good fit for me? You know, because I mean, and that's how my, you know, especially at a certain age, all the pomp and circumstances got to stop. I mean, you can't you can't blame every woman or just every woman's a bitch because you keep making bad decisions because you keep on going out with the stripper girls, thinking that they thinking that you're special. No, nah, nigga, you just paying. That's all. And the same thing you, is the same thing with women. You can't keep on going out with the guys and they promise you all these wonderful things in the beginning, and you know the turn the tide turns once you give up the nappy dugout. And then once you give that up, then you're sitting up there thinking to yourself, well, he changed. No, he hasn't changed. It's the same thing you keep going and pulling, putting yourself through. So therefore, if you're not, you got to change yourself. You got to change your point of attack on how you go about putting yourself out there. And that's for both men and women. So if you're really looking for, and think about it, if you're really looking for a true partner, why not just start off like that? Hey, I want to, I want to know. I mean, because you get with a woman. And say that she has three or four children, and you're laughing off because you caught up on that she's fatter than a you know fatter than a government pack mule, right? Like damn, she fat. Man, she 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 look good. Ooh, she her titties looking her good. And so now you blinded by the fact that she's fatter than a government pack mule. 
So you didn't even look, you're not even thinking about little little Ray Ray and, all, and his rest of his little band of Mary brothers and sisters. Should I ask what is a government packing? <laughs> should I just do that off, should I do that off <laughs> offline or I don't want to make myself look crazy. A government path mule is, is an old saying because the government is so much full of money, that mule is fat, always packed, got plenty of money. So the whole terminology government pack mule, just a fat mule that has plenty of assets. So the bottom line is, so you're blinded by her assets because you're not paying attention to, hey, you know, this woman has four kids by maybe about three different men. So you're not looking at that, but as you get over the fact that once you got with her and you start seeing these things, so you got three kids or four kids, yeah. But how many baby daddies you have? Well, I got three baby daddies. Now you start thinking, damn, you got three baby daddies. But if you're a new, if you had sat there and asked that question in the beginning without getting blinded by that wonderfulness that she has. That's the wonderfulness. Yeah, the wonderfulness, you could have made your decision. Same thing with women. You know, oh, he's he's tall, he's dark, he's handsome, he looked good, girl, he smells so good. Ooh, he did this and he pulled out my chair and he did this and he bought me this and everything like that. Because we all know that's a setup. We only do those things to get what we want. So, so without so without putting yourself in that position because you're a weak woman, because you're gonna fell for this for four hundred for the four hundredth time, eliminate that sit there and talk to him over you know via zoom or what have you and ask questions what are you doing how many children do you have are you involved in their lives you know how you how do you and your baby mama get along you know do y'all have drama because you don't want to know that as you dating that person so find out up front and if that person now if that person turned out to be a lie because you sit there and took all your notes you can call them out and say well you said this you said that now you give your thing. Hey, this person's a liar. So now you can delete this person. Okay, so Diego, huh? I have a situation for you. So you 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 submit your resume, mm -hmm. and 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 like you said, you you make it to the second resume. Uh, you you make it to the second interview, mm -hmm. and that person says, for the second interview, we're actually going to meet in person um, for coffee or whatever. Okay, uh -huh. and when she gets it, she has a folder, and um, you notice in that folder, you see your homie's name, your homie's resume, in there as well. Is that disturbing to you, knowing that you, you, well, and, you and the homie are, are bidding for the same person? No, because the thing about it, I'm gonna tell you something. As a man or a woman, you should not worry about who. They're trying who who's knocking at their door. The only thing you worry about, you try to get through the door. Because the bottom line, you don't know who she's talking to anyway. No woman's gonna tell you her lineup. Well, you know, so and so's talking to me, so and so's talking to me, so it doesn't matter. If 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 your boy is trying to holler at her, but he doesn't told you because y'all don't talk or y'all haven't talked about who y'all hollering at or whatever, then that's fine. I don't worry about you know, and it goes for even even without this. If you if you're dating a woman or you're meeting a woman for the first time, do you really care how many guys are talking to her? No, I'm only worried about me. You know, I'm not worried about how many guys she's dating or who's who's trying to holler at her because, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the cream that's going to rise to the top. So if you're worried about who's talking to her, you already lost. 
but I'm not going to say necessarily worried in the sense of, damn, I don't know if they're going to beat me out. But, you know, what about what about you are the person that, that wins and, and, and gets the prize, per se, or what have you? You won't have in the back of your mind, like, damn, you know, my man, my man was scheming on my shorty at one point. You know what I'm saying? But, but he didn't know that was your shorty. It, do, it doesn't matter whether it, it, it's it's not it's not a it's not a, a a thing of whether he knew or not, but it's a thing of whether it's that you know for sure that he was interested in your woman at one point. So, are you comfortable the, with him yeah, around? Yeah, because to me it's like I mean, I, you know, I look at a I look, when I look at a woman who's attractive, I find attractive, whatever. I'm already in my mindset thinking that she got about at least about twenty or thirty guys already lined up talking to her anyway. It could be one of my boys or whatever. I don't know because we don't sit there and go, oh, I'm talking to this person, this person, because we don't go down our list either to our boys. So if he, I just happen to find out, okay, in fact, that happened to me one time. I was dating a woman. Uh, one time, and she mentioned uh, one of my boys' names. And she just mentioned his name, and I said, oh, so-and-so, you know, that's my boy, right? She said, yeah, we went out one time, but I didn't really like him or anything like that. I said, oh, okay. Well, we continue to go out. I mean, the fact that he hollered at her, he got shot down, I mean, it didn't disturb me. She, you know, that's just, the way, that's just the way it was. You know? Everybody. So we dated for a while and kicked it. Hmm? A lot of people, a lot of people aren't strong, well, I mean, strong minded. But the, and and that's the reason why you do this. That's why you do this interview because a lot of people, like I said, there's a lot of weak-minded women out there. There's a lot of weak-minded guys. And the bottom line, if you're not strong enough to handle your situation, that's why people get caught up in that emotional thing. You know, like like you. Let's put it this way: What if you found a girl, right, and she was perfect in every way? I mean, every checked off, every point. But you found that your boy was trying to holler at her. Are you going to give up on her because your boy hollered at her? Are you going to give up your boy because you're now hollering at her? No. You just look at it, file it in the back of your mind, and keep it moving on. Because of my mind, you're not going to mess up the opportunity that's golden for you. You got to be strong. I mean, you know, the thing about it, you can't be weak out there. Because that's how people feelings get hurt, and that's and, and if you're tired of your feelings get hurt, take your emotions out of it. Nope. All right. Um, I feel like we should have to take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back.
hold tight. Select up, come down. Yes. A man once told me love is the best thing that a man could have. And if it is true, I man want no. So, well, Lord have mercy, mercy, mercy. Heavy DNA, you party, party, party. Well, Lord have mercy, mercy, mercy. Heavy DNA, you party, party, party. I'm in the mood for love. 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 Is it true what them say about love? Is it true what them say about love? Them say love is a splendid thing, more precious than a diamond ring. And if it's true, I man must know. And if it's true, I man have to know because. Welcome back, welcome back. So, um, we had a gentleman that. Asked us for some advice. Uh, he says that he's been in a relationship for five years and it's been, for the most part, productive relationship. Um, they talk through and work through most things that they deal with. But he says in the recent year they've come across a snag, whereas he had recently got back in touch with a 100% platonic um, best friend from high school that is of the opposite sex. And his lady has an issue with their relationship. Um, He's not necessarily asking us, is that a problem or what have you? But he wants to know, how can he ease the tension between the two so that they can function harmoniously because he's not really sure that he is prepared to give up one for the other. (laughs) This is so much I want to say right now. Go ahead. You got the floor. Okay, so first of all, let's, okay, here we go. Now, you've been dating for five years. That right there is a red flag to me. If you're dating for somebody for, somebody for five years and you still don't know that you want to marry them, that's a problem. Now, the reason why she's upset that all of a sudden this high school person from way back when c- comes in is because she's thinking to herself, it's taking you all this long to even get down on one knee, but now you're trying to conjure up relationships with other people? Like, where are you going? So clearly he's not settled. His 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 spirit is not settled. He does he knows in his heart that that's not the one. That's why he's looking. Cause you just somebody doesn't just magically appear. You sought her out. You saw her on Facebook. You said, "Oh snap, this is Tasha from the block. Let me holler at her and see what's going on from high school, okay?" And oh, and she looked good, right? She, she done filled out. Now. Girlfriend is mad. She's not mad at the. She's not mad at the at the at the at the fact that, you know, it's Ta- Tasha or whatever her name is. I'm just giving her. I'm just giving her the high school name. Um, it's 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 that that he now has energy 
to start this new thing when he hasn't even he has he hasn't even really done what he needed to do by her, right by her. You see, so as a woman, he has to understand like under women and men, I know we think differently, but as a woman, I want him to know that that's the reason why she's mad. She's she's it's not that they can't live harmoniously. There's no room for nobody else because you either shit or get up the pot, basically. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Like that, you're, that she's not going to be your wife after five years, and she don't know how to say it, and you looking for other people, just be like, yo, it's not going to work. I want to try to see what's going on with this one. But everybody want their cake and eat it too. And that's and that's what, and that's what it is, being greedy. And that's why it's going to be a lot of tension. And you're bringing this new girl into the situation that was, it's already not healthy, and it's gonna it's not going to end well. He has to decide because right now he needs to he needs to settle that old thing down first. What you gonna do? She gonna be the fiance or she gonna be the girlfriend or she gonna be nothing or she's gonna be a friend? Okay, that's that's all. That's all I got to say about it. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe did I miss something? I thought he said it was a platonic friend, meaning like mm-hmm. it's a girl that's. I don't know where you went off and you found all of a sudden he was looking for somebody else. I agree on the five years of dating because it's, you know, unless they're like young people. And I don't think if you're young, you should get dick. You should marry early. That's my opinion. I think you should date. But if it's just a platonic friend and somebody that was a really good friend in high school, that doesn't necessarily mean he's trying to do it to her. Nor is, is, quote unquote, Tasha trying to do it to him. Maybe they were just friends and they rekindled their friendship. I mean, men and women have been friends since the dawn of time. You can be friends with a man and not have any kind of sexual relationship with them. I mean, I've had plenty of those relationships. Hell, I got one one on this call, you know, on this on the Zoom. So I'm like, you can have plenty of those type of relationships with people and just legit be friends. Like there is no nothing. But you know, between you, you know what I'm saying, and I think like if you're an adult, you can have a have a, a relationship with the opposite sex with someone, and and if the the person um, that you're dating, if they feel uncomfortable, you that is your job, in my opinion, to find a way to make them both feel comfortable about it, because it's like if that's a really good friend or a best friend for you, um, then you know you should figure out a way for them to get along. Now, if you're if your girlfriend feels uncomfortable. I mean that, you know, and you, and there's, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Um, then I think that might be something that, you know, she might have to work out or even he, you know, if it's, it could be, you know, if you have a boyfriend that's like that too, that there might be something that they have to work out within themselves, you know, um, maybe something happened with, you know, in their past where they had somebody do something, but I don't know, you got to go into every relationship. Like it's like, it's different. It can't, you can't bring the old shit into the new shit. And if it's your friend, it's your friend. You know what I'm saying? It's like, does she not have any any male friends at all? And if she don't have any male friends or any friends at all, that let's start there. That's a red flag. Like, nobody want to be around this person but you? And of course, that's, you know, speaking hypothetical. But I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I mean, I think that's... Um, I think that's just immature to me. You know what I'm saying? That you don't want your significant other to have um, other friends. Because, I mean, really, whether it's a friend or not, if you're if they want to do it to somebody, they want to go sleep with somebody, 
get a dick sucked, get a vagina licked or whatever. They're going to go do it whether it's a friend or not a friend. So I don't see the point, you know, I don't see, I don't see the point, <laughs> you know, being upset, whatever side you want. 24 hours in a day, you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat. Well, 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 well. The way I see it like this, let, 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 let me just say this. Now, Sonya had a great point, okay? Let, let's, let, let, let's deconstruct this at the root of the problem. <laughs> the root of the problem is She's feeling insecure, the girlfriend, which shouldn't be your girlfriend. I'm, and I'm just going to say it. She shouldn't be your girlfriend. Okay. Now, Queen said that you're young, you know, it doesn't matter whether I think at any age, you, you know, that whole girlfriend, boyfriend, friend thing to me is just so antiquated and obsolete because the bottom line, what, what is coming, what's breaking down is you're, you're wasting each other's time. Okay, you're in a situation with someone for five years of five years of blocking someone's time. Okay, that's like someone's putting you on the shelf for five years and having to decide what I want to do with you. You know, so she's probably in her feelings for the fact that, you know, you got this platonic friend who's coming out of the woodwork and y'all reacquainting. Regardless of platonic or whatever kind of friend, that's additional time taken away from her. Okay? And that's the reality. It's an additional time taken away from her that you have now are invested into this other female who's you know, who's a platonic friend who just came out of the woodwork. Like, you know, y'all been together for five years and all of a sudden now you got this new friend that y'all just happened to to uh get together and now y'all 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 are stuck now y'all are you know getting reunited and regardless of the girl's platonic or not that's still time that you're now taking away from your relationship with her that's a relationship that you've been with this woman for five years and y'all have worked through things y'all managed to iron them out and all this bullshit work through what you're dating. You're in a relationship with a woman for five years that you wasted each other's time. Either you're gonna pick, either you're gonna shit on the pot or you get off. And this thing, I'm not ready to give either up for the either one. Well, first of all, you already you already made your decision. Because here's the here's the reality of it all. Here's the reality. Yes, this is an old friend from college or high school that y'all got reacquainted. But the, the terminology, she's an old friend. You haven't been stayed in contact. You haven't, you know, kept up with each other and everything like that. So there's no, there's no really connection there, but just an old friend, old memories. Okay, because y'all both have grown. But here's a, but here's a rub on that. If the woman that you've been with for five years really meant anything to you, you'll say, you know something, honey, you're right. I'm just have to tell her right now, you don't feel comfortable with me reconnecting and move on. Because the bottom line, if this person was so much of a wonderful friend, you would have stayed connected with them. I don't know any friends that I that 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 are so wonderful that I, I stopped connecting with them and then reconnected with a woman later on. I, I, I don't know any like that. So the bottom line is 
I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong, but the bottom line is if that woman who you've been with for five years it really meant something to you, it'd have been an easier decision. No, no, well, you know, my girl, she ain't really feeling comfortable with this. So, you know, and it, I mean, it, it was good catching up to you, catching up with you and everything like that. And it's all great. But, you know, it is what it is. And that's it. You already made your decision. The, the, the new friendship, the new refound friendship of your um, platonic friend is really more important than the girl that you've been with for five years that you've wasted time with. Because that's what you really have. You've wasted time with her. And it doesn't make any difference whether you're young, you're old, you're wasted time because you kept her on the shelf and you basically kept everybody else from trying to get at her who could potentially say, hey, you might be the one for me and I'm going to marry her or whatever. But you kept her on the shelf for five years. And now you want to bring this new person in that's been long lost and everything like that? Nah, 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 nah. You already made your decision. I'm sorry, did I miss that this person was long lost? She, she said they reacquainted after years. They reconnected. He found it on Facebook. Am I wrong, B? Um, I don't know if they found each other on Facebook, but they were they were high school best friends. They're high school they best got, friends. They got, they got and, and then they lost connection. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You you high school best friends, and I'm thinking you probably at least 10 to 15 years out of high school. So, okay, that's high school. You can't get a chance to reconnect. And then say, okay, well, you know, well, she's a friend of mine. We were great friends, pals in high school. But you got a woman over here that you've been with for five years. You're going to have to tell the old high school buddy, hey, look, she don't really feel comfortable with this. It was great catching up to you. Hey, I'm not saying that I won't holler at you again, but we ain't hanging out. And first of all, where are you hanging out anyway? Are you asking that, or are you right, just... I mean, No, I'm just saying because the thing about, I, have female, I have female friends who are platonic friends, but I ain't hanging out with y'all. I mean, you know, if I see you, I see you, or I holler at you one time or whatever, that's fine, but I ain't hanging out with you. And I'm just saying, you with this woman for five years, and you 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 making a hard choice of keeping a friend that I just got reacquainted with back in high school over my woman that I've been with for five years? Come on, man, come on. You sound crazy. You sound crazy. Hmm. Um, I'll say this, um, uh, being a little bit closer to the situation, uh, I think, I think the, the, I think the time of, of the amount of time that they've been together is actually been needed time. Um, they have shit that they need to work through and part of it is, is as Queen said that they're young. Um, but I feel that the girlfriend needs to the girlfriend needs to to evaluate the relationship and see it for what it is in terms of um, they spend a majority of their time together. They do everything together. And the little bit of time that is spent hanging out with with the said friend is never 
it's never a one-on-one thing. It's always the group of friends uh, get together and, and they'll be kicking it in somebody's driveway, chilling, talking, drinking, hanging, or going bowling. And, you know, it's it's always a group service. It's never a one-on-one thing. So I feel it's something that... Um, I feel it's something that she kind of needs to work through. Uh, I understand that, um, especially women have the tendency to pick up on on vibes and uh, and behaviors and mannerisms that sometimes us guys can be blind to. Um, but nevertheless, until you have a reason to persecute, I think I think you should hold fast and um, you know appreciate appreciate the moment for what it is and don't make it be something that it's not. I mean, hell, if they're not even hanging out with each other, I don't even even see the point of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, if they're spending all their time together and the friend sounds like to me, they're on the, they're pretty much like an outside friend anyway, then I don't, you know, then there should be no problem with the situation. Right. Um, And I'm not even going to get into the whole You've been with somebody for five years. You should be married. Blah 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 blah. I'm not even going to get into that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm simply focusing on the fact of the friend. If this friend is a fringe friend, then there's, you know, she shouldn't have to worry about it at all. Now, if their relationship is already rocky, this could just be a situation that she's just using, you know, maybe for exit at some point. Anyway, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, see, here's the thing about it, though. I always say where smoke is always fire. And this is what I mean. Even though y'all hanging out, in, even though they're hanging out in group settings. No, but think about it. If you were just hanging out in group settings and you and your, and you and your girl, y'all doing everything together and always hanging out together and everything like that. And but all of a sudden now she got this this thing that she don't want you to be friends with this person anymore. Right. Because if, like you said, they just hanging out in group setting. It's never a one on one. Some vibe is giving is is getting to her that hey, this is a problem. Because either he's talking about her way too much, or she's witnessing their interaction. Somewhere there's a problem. Because the bottom line, if y'all just hanging out in group settings, and you know y'all spend all time together there's never a one-on-one with her and you hanging out her and the guy hanging out together there's somewhere you either talking about this person way too much or giving her a little bit too much you know you know uh, attention when you are together or something is rubbing this person the wrong way your five-year girlfriend the wrong way so that's that's where you need to find out where where, where is this tension coming from mm-hmm. you, like i say because you either talking about her too much or you're giving her much too much too much accolade. It is because yeah, I mean I you. you have to understand, people are emotional, and if you having problems and going back and forth and all this other stuff that y'all having in your relationship anyway, and then all of a sudden you you know you know, my girl so and so she's good at this, my girlfriend so and so she's funny, my girlfriend so and so she's this and that or whatever the case may be, but your five year girlfriend that you having problems with 
she's seeing that, damn, you're giving her all these accolades that she's so wonderful, then what's up with that? So maybe you need to revisit what are you doing because you're not doing one-on-one, and every time y'all get together, it's always in a group setting, whether it's bowling or what have you, then maybe you need to sit back and say, okay, what am I doing to give her angst? Now, that part I can agree with you. I agree with that. Then there could be something that he's doing that's making her feel weird. Because, I mean, if again, if they are in a one-on-one situation, then that's one thing. But if it's right. a group thing and it's like, oh, you know, it's like all of us are hanging out, you know, right. um, and he's like, oh, I called Susie or I called Tasha to mm. tell me out and hang out, you know. Um, I mean, to me, that part I still don't see as a problem. But if there's something that he maybe he even unconsciously he's doing um, that he's probably um, that he's making her feel uncomfortable. And I would hope that they would talk about that, you know, off the brick, but, but if there's not something that he's doing and it's just, like I said, it's just a friend or, um, you know, she just doesn't like him having outside friends, you know, friends that are women or, um, then that's a whole different situation. But if it is something where he's like doing a little too much, or as they say, doing the most when it comes yeah. to her, like, damn, her outfit is really cute. Like, you know, she looks really nice today or da 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 You know, if he's doing like stuff like that, then yeah, and, 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 you know, I, I can see why she would, she would, if, you know, I could see if yeah. she feels uncomfortable about it. But the thing about it, I'm looking at it, how, how did it come up anyway? If y'all always in a group setting, and everything is in the group. Did she did, did she come into the group as uh, a long lost friend who came into the group, or or how did she get back into the fold of the group? Because y'all, like you said, y'all was in a group setting. So how did she get back in the group setting? And if she's in the group setting, does it really make does it really matter if he if she like she, he said, well, I I can't be friends with her anymore. I got to choose one. But if she's all in the group setting, what are you choosing? Not to be around your group anymore? You, know, you follow what I'm saying? Because she's already in the group setting. So the, does the five-year-old girl wants to tell to for, wants him to say, hey, tell Tanya, whatever her name is, hey, you can't be around us anymore? That's weird because you're already in the group setting. So I mean, what what does what does what does the five-year-old girl want him to do with this? I mean, that's just weird in itself. Right. Hey, and you think, can't come around us anymore. <laughs> right. We're in a group. And I think I, I think it could be some of what what both of you just said in terms of, you know, you know how it is when, like, when you think back to like when we were little or whatever, and we had a favorite toy and we played with that toy all day long, and birthday come around, Christmas come around, we get that new shiny toy. We, we kind of mm-hmm. tend to show it a little bit more attention, even though we don't love the, our old toy any less, but we want to kind of, you know, get acclimated to this newer toy. And so it's, you know, you know, it could be a situation, something like that, like, okay, oh my gosh, you know, I haven't seen you in years and, you know, chat, 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 catch up, catch up, catch up. And, you know, I can understand where it can be a little bit off-putting, um, but... You know, this is a time when, when you know, maturity really has to sort of step up and take precedence. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And 
And if you really want to get, you know, start getting cut with it or whatever, you know, she, the friend was actually there first. She, like I said, she's just getting back into the group. And the girlfriend was the one that's been introduced within the last five years. So, so my thing is, if he, if she forces him to say, um, she can't be around, the group can say, well, you can't be around. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. But the thing about, I mean, but it goes, but, it, it, but here's the thing about what you just said earlier, though. He reconnected with the old girlfriends. I mean, the old friend, the old friend. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line that he reconnected with the group. Was, so if the, if, the, if the old platonic friend was already a part of the group already, and he reconnected with the group, then that means he had to get rid of the group. No, the the group was always there. the 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 friend. I I don't know what the the situation was, but what I don't know if she'd moved away for yeah, a while. It whatever. Matter. Yeah, it right. don't matter. Yeah, it matter. But she either, could have moved been out of town. Right. And moved back to town. It right. don't matter. Either way, right. She's, but she but she was already connected to the group though. They were all connected in high school, and through him, he got back in touch with her, and then let the group know, "Yo, guess who I got in touch with y'all?" And so they were all. High school friends that that you know mm-hmm. got reacquainted. The the rest of them were always all together. The rest of the group was always together. Oh, and she she just came back. Right. Well, but, the, but that's the whole point. She's the group. She's part of the group. Part of the connection. If his five year five year girlfriend is the new cog, but she's been around for five years. So how long has this person been disconnected from the group? We don't know that. It doesn't matter. It could be five years, it could be 10 years. What if she was out of town? She moved to Alaska because she had a great job opportunity. That job is now over or the job transfer her back to the DC area. Let's just go, no, but, let's just no, say it. Okay. No, but it, she was still a part of the, she's still always been a part right, of the, she right, just but that's what, Alaska. But that's what I'm saying is all depends on what vibe is he giving off now that they're reconnecting and everything like that. Cause that's what it really comes down to. What is he doing to give the five-year girlfriend the angst of Hey, this is weird. I don't like it because the group has always been there. She, even though she reconnected, the group has always been there. She, you know, the 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 con, you know, the conclave of people have always been together, and she's kind of the five year girl is the new person that's being introduced. And it's like, what is what vibe is he giving off? They're giving her the angst, and that's the question he has to ask. What are you doing? You know. Well, I mean, it could be as simple. It could be as simple as, "Hey, my my new best friend is back in town, and I'm just keen on her, and I'm giving her, you know, all these accolades, and my girl is hearing it." And it could be a simple case of jealousy, you know. So that's what I said 45 minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that, but I'm just saying it's like, but the far of him making a decision on which one to get rid of, I mean, it's clear. It's already clear. I think he has to get rid of either one. Oh, he's going to have to get rid of one. I mean, hell, maybe somebody's going to, maybe somebody will eventually cut themselves out. I don't know. Sometimes think, people look for an out, and when given an opportunity, you know, they're like, oh, well, this I is think, my out. You know, right. you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I, I think I, the five year girlfriend is his out. What do you mean? What I'm saying is the fact you're five years with this girl and she's having angst or anything like that. And let's face it, I don't care. I don't know how young they are, but if they're over 25, 
okay, playtime is over. And like I say, you've been with this person for five years. You either going to be with them or you're not. This going back and forth and ironing things out. Clearly, you want out of the situation. You're just not ready or you're not willing to say, hey, this relationship has come to a conclusion. And this whole beef of this, you know, platonic girlfriend is just something that kind of came up that basically saying, you know, I don't know which one I want to get rid of. You know, and, and, and it, is it really that big of a deal? I mean, I mean, honestly, is it real big of a deal? If I'm with this woman and I love this woman, she's everything to me. I'm having sex with her. I love her and everything like that. And I've been with this woman for five years. Is it, and even though, you know, like I said, I don't know the time frame where you haven't seen your, your friend from high school or whatever, the group or whatever. I don't know how long it's been. But sometimes you have to say, hey, you know, what's more important? So, and I think he already made his decision. He wants, he wants out of the relationship. I, I can't agree with that, but I mean, okay. you know. Keep, well, keep us in tune. Because, because really, it could be, maybe she went out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is oh, her oh no, she could be one out. She could one out. Yeah, too. I she mean, could, or, this. or this just, could just be that simplistic that it's like people get intimidated by, um, by people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. if your friends is somebody that's the, you know, of the, uh, the uh, opposite sex and they got, let's say, a lot of stuff going on for them, people just get intimidated by people. And maybe it'll just take a minute for her to get to know this girl and realize, you know, she doesn't have any ulterior motives, I mean, that we know of. I mean, yeah. maybe Tasha may be like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> know we don't know. Right. But I mean, but, but let's just say, for the sake of saking, um, that, you know, maybe just the girl just got to give it a minute and just realize, oh, okay, they really are cool and they just really are friends and they don't hang out outside the circle and blah, 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 blah. So, anywho, phew, whew, I would love to hear some feedback from this show, boy. So if you got a uh -huh. show at yahoo.com, 202-750-1IDS. We love to hear your voice. And, uh, mm, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say is yeah. <laughs> hey, one thing's for sure. If you if you get your act together, you could be uh, living in a blissful situation and expecting a new addition to your family like the Kmart family. Shouts to Yay. them. Yay. No doubt, no doubt. Well, we're going to get up out of here. All right. It's always been, been a pleasure. <laughs> Until the next time. Peace. All right. Say